I think that New Year's resolutions are dumb. Agreed. Because, one, you're waiting till New Year's to start a goal that you know you should be doing. <laughs> yeah. So you should just start doing it. Never underestimate the compounding effect of daily acts of faithfulness. You may be thinking to yourself, I'm not happy with where I am, but I'm not uncomfortable enough to make a change. Start small and be consistent, and that will get you very far. Welcome to the Intentional Podcast. We help you to find what it means to be intentional and give you tools to make it happen. We want you to happen to your life instead of letting life happen to you. The Intentional Podcast exists to help you define success and then reach that by growing personally, living intentionally, and ultimately defining your legacy. Today, we are talking about the compound effect. The compound effect is how small, smart choices completed consistently over time can reap massive results. In the book, The Compound Effect, they have a story of three friends who all take slightly different courses and their circumstances and how they look on the outside look very, very similar for a long time. But after a few years, the difference is drastic. Do you want to tell the story in brief? Kind of sum up that story in the book? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can do my best. Um, well, yeah, basically the book just puts it where, like you said, we start with three guys who are in a very similar area in life, like same rough uh, like salary and similar places in life. Let's just say they're all the same weight and everything like that. They're all married. They live middle class life or whatever. Um, and then basically one of them just decides that he's going to spend a little bit of time listening to either a book or something like educational on the way to, on the way to work every day. Um, and then he's going to apply one of the things that he learned to his life, which was to try and reduce his calorie intake by like 125 calories a day, which is like a bowl of cereal. So it's really no big deal. Um, and that's just what he was going to do every day. And, um, the other guy, I don't know, maybe more of the, the control as far as this, um, like experiment goes um just keep the guy who life. did nothing nothing exactly he just kept doing what he did yep lived life the same um and then the other guy i guess i forget did he start he started eating? oh yeah he started drinking having, like, a little bit more like yes, one yes. drink a week yep, yep and started watching the cooking yes, channel and, and started cooking some more of his greasy dessert type <laughs> things just a little bit and he only took like a little bit more than the rest of his family like it wasn't really noticeable and it just started costing a little bit more right. and do you remember the analogy of how like because he did wasn't eating really well he was like groggy and then right yes do you yes. remember that example do you want to yeah. talk about that yeah well i guess just how he it was saying that he um, was eating more dessert towards the you know end of the day, and then he would wake up slight, you know, just feeling kind of groggy and not with it, which made him crabby, um, and then just kind of ended up being short with his wife more, and then that over time started erode it, to erode their relationship, and so um, even though it, it wouldn't be claiming that like dessert equals broken marriage, but it was just pointing out that him doing that one thing that made him crabbier in the morning started to affect him, um, and then over days his wife started to notice he was, you know, crabbier, more distant and groggy and um, even just in that small way. 
but over time it really started to erode at things. Why do you think it's important to recognize that the compound effect is a thing? Like, can't you just muscle up a lot of energy and, you know, make something great happen short term? Right. Well, I think a lot of times I've done this in life where, um, like, especially with PT, we'll say something like that, like physical work. Um, I'll go through time in my life where I basically don't do anything for weeks or maybe even like a couple months or very little. And I just feel so terrible. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do something ridiculous, basically making up for all of that time. Like I'm just going to do a Murph today, you know, which is a, a workout we like to do. Um, but I, I, I'll just totally wreck my body and then uh, assume in some way that like will make up for me not working out. Um, or even, you know, I've heard an analogy that basically, it's not going to do you any good if you brush your teeth for one hour, one day a month. Um, but mm. what really will help you is that like small bits mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yes. I think that New Year's resolutions are dumb. Agreed. Because one, you're waiting till New Year's to start a goal <laughs> that you know you should be doing. Yeah. So you should just start doing it. And two, often they start really big and unachievable and then they throughout the process of the goal you get tired and worn out from the groggy the the messy middle the hard stuff hmm. the actual doing is really hard and the motivation isn't there they didn't maybe they didn't make a smarter goal like we said about on our first episode and what ends up happening is they start out really big as goals and then they end up just fizzling out most hmm. people that's a general rule it's not always true i like the idea of sitting down and reflecting at a key moment every quarter is good for me new year's is a good time for a lot of people to sit back and reflect okay it's the end of the year i'm going to take stock i'm going to see where i was i'm going to see where i want to go yes i approve of that but you shouldn't just do it once a year and mm -hmm. if you find something that you know you need to change you should change it right away but I suggest implementing the compound effect. Mm -hmm. Start really small. If you want to start tracking your spending, to go from not tracking it at all to fully tracking it is a big leap. So, so something you could do is say, okay, for a week, every time I spend money, I'm going to reach my pocket and touch my phone. That's it. That is it. Okay, next week, you're going to pull out your phone and open your financial app. Close it, put your phone away. That's it. Very easy, very doable. You're building it into your system. Next week, you're going to start recording things. You've built up this tolerance, you've built up this habit, and it's a lot easier. In cleaning my own space, I try to clean everything but then i get overwhelmed and i'm like i don't want to have to do this again next time so i'm just not going to start that's what happens with a lot of people's goals but i suggest you start small and stop yourself before you get big if you know that your room is a wreck say all right tonight i'm going to clean for one minute one minute and i'm gonna stop it's important that you stop because you're gonna keep on going for 15 minutes and the next time you need to clean you're going to say oh i don't have 15 minutes to designate to cleaning and you're not going to clean so small smart choices 
completed consistently over time can yield massive results. Hmm. Any thoughts on the New Year's resolution topic? Well, yeah, for sure. Just like you said, I think any, any goal, I think we tend to romanticize things too. So we're like, okay, it's a new year, new me, all this stuff. It's going to be epic. I'm going to, um, yeah, whatever the goal is. We talked about this with smarter goals too. Just if, if you don't work out that framework of making them smarter goals, you're, you know, or if you fall short in one of those ways, like you just shoot really big, even if it's a great goal, maybe it's not the right time or whatever, but, um, you romanticize it and think it's going to be awesome. Like I want to run a marathon by the end of the year. Boom. That's not that part. But, um, if you know you're going to romanticize it but then once you get into it you're really going to get burnt out quickly so yeah i totally just i agree that starting small and, and even in those small steps it's almost like laughably doable um but that's that will take you a lot farther so scott what are some of the negative effects of not following the compound effect yeah yeah well i guess for me two things kind of come to mind there's like two pitfalls really is is if you if you don't focus on something super small the first problem or pitfall is going to be it's going to be too big and you're going to get burnt out or it's not going to be clear. But if you take those small little steps, like you decide, okay, I'm going to brush my teeth every single day. Maybe even just start one time a day. That's very doable. You can do it in like 10 seconds. I'm just kidding. It should be longer than that. But you know, you can do it one, two minutes, you're done um, and work up from there rather than just saying, okay, today I haven't brushed my teeth in a week. I'm just going to make up for that right now with a 15 minute, minute brushing sesh. Um, and that's just not going to work. So yeah, starting with those little increments is going to be very, very helpful. And then the other thing, um, the other reason why this is important is if you don't actively make these little choices that will compound later on, you still will be, you're just going to accidentally have compounding effects that you didn't think of. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like you kind of got to beat it to the punch there. Mm -hmm. Um, because these are going to be positive or negative. Like, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning, um, with the guy who's just like, Oh, I'm just going to eat, you know, a little bit more dessert or whatever. Um, and again, that's not in itself a problem, but if that's something that happens a lot, he was not like, I am planning on, um, and just to kind of finish out that story, by the way, the, the guy who cut out 125 calories and the, um, the author did the math on it. Basically he weighs at the end of like 31 months, I think it was or something around there. It was a long time. It was yeah. more than a year, but yep. something like that. But he, yeah. he did the math where, um, this guy's going to weigh 33 and a half pounds less. And then the guy who started eating that little bit more over time is going to weigh, you know, that much more. And so the difference between them is going to be like 67 pounds. And so one guy's trim and one guy's like actually fat now. Um, and it wasn't any, like he just, one didn't decide I'm going to be trim. One didn't decide I'm going to be fat, but one decided I'm just going to do this little thing. It's doable. No big deal. And that sent him down that path. The other one didn't and sent him down a different path. Um, and so then one thing that, somebody who, yeah, one of my, I guess, like mentors in life said, and I'm sure there's probably quotes from somewhere else, but I'm, I couldn't find out where, but um, something along the lines of never underestimate the compounding effect of daily acts of faithfulness. I think small daily acts of faithfulness, but, um, and I think that that's really true. If you do take that time in little increments, you're going to be much more likely to finish your goal. And then also you're going to beat, um, I guess, bad habits to the punch and you're just going to make good habits and then you'll end way, way better off in the end. Yes, I agree. And the middle guy, the control guy, mm. he didn't really change anything. He kept on eating the same, kept on working out the same, kept on going to the same job. And he didn't really change much, only got older and 
just a little bit more dissatisfied with his status quo. And the author of the compound effect is like, so a lot of us are in that middle category. A lot of us are not uncomfortable enough to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And so you may be in that category. You may be thinking to yourself, I'm not happy with where I am, but I'm not uncomfortable enough to make a change. Mm. But we believe it's important to live a life of intentionality, to live with purpose, to live with conviction and passion, and to make an impact. And if you're just moseying by life and it's happening to you as opposed to you happening to life. You're going to wake up one day and look back and see that you just drifted along the current where everyone else was going. Even a dead body can go downstream. It takes a living creature to fight against the current and it's hard. And that's why the compound effect is lots it is hard to start. It is hard to be faithful, but it's in the faithfulness that you see the reward. If that fish worked really, really hard for an hour and then stopped for all day, it ended up downstream. Take the courage to be slow, to, to be patient, to have endurance. Something I heard somewhere was uh, that every act that you commit or whatever is in a sense it's a vote for the type of person you will see yourself to be mm. so if if you know obviously these things are good because you want to get the end goal of whatever your small thing is if you want to um start having better control over your finances well of course this is a good thing to do that's a good end but then also it helps you to have more confidence and to see yourself as the type of person who has control over his finances um and so i think that just ties in well um it'll help with your self image to know. Um, and I think just in every little way you do those little things, you brush your teeth daily. You are the type of person who takes care of himself or herself. That's like, that's not nothing, you know, that that's helpful. And then even reading is a huge one, especially cause you could take huge thick books that you want to read. And it seems like, you know, two to five pages a day. If you just stick with that is like, you'll never finish, but you will. And then in your own mind, you're the type of person who reads and you read thick books and you learn things and, and that'll help you. And then it kind of, it's a good type of addictive, I guess, in that it's fulfilling and kind of self, I don't know, perpetuating. It continues to happen and you'll, you'll notice it. If you do it in one area of your life, it'll help uh, be easier in others. It's a small way that you can take ownership hmm. of your life and where it's going and who you are. Right. And then see that acted out as, okay, I want to be this to my family. Mm. I want to be this kind of a man. I, this kind of man does these things. And here's a smarter goal of how I can do that. And it's small and doable and consistent. Consistency is a big thing. Yeah. Because then you have a say in, a vote in who you become, who you get to look back on yourself and see yourself as. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's kind of the whole thing. A lot of people have heard the whole story of, of I forget, it was like a commencement speech, but the, the make your bed thing. Um, mm -hmm. Because really, what does it mean to make a bed? I mean, it's not really that important. You're going to unmake it every day. But to do that, 
t- sends yourself those signals. And so that's kind of the, this compounding effect of you wake up in the morning and you say, like, you know, I'm tired, I'm groggy, I have a headache, but I am the type of person who leaves my spaces neat. And that'll help you way more than, than just having a neat bed. Mm-hmm. And it, it puts it within the realm of possibility. It's a starting right, point. Right. And often I see myself start with something small and doable and expand it naturally accidentally. So the mm-hmm. opposite of a New Year's resolution. Right. I'll get into that in a sec. I'm going to write down the make your bed speech. We'll put that in the description. So the opposite of a New Year's resolution. Normally, a New Year's resolution starts big and kind of vague, and you try, and then you get tired, and you stop. But with the compound effect in my own life, I felt a passion and a conviction is the short version to pray for five minutes every morning before working out, before normal devotions, specifically just get up five minutes extra early as like a little chunk off my morning. It shouldn't be super hard and I'm just going to pray for five minutes. And for the first half year of that goal, I was pretty consistent with it. But then after half a year, it grew to 10, Mm, to 15, to 20, and then 30 minutes. And by the end of the year, accidentally, my goal had grown from five minutes into 30 minutes. And I had invited other people from the dorm into that prayer time. And so that was a really interesting observation of I didn't wait to start this goal. I started the night that I felt convicted and I moved on from there and I was consistent and I was faithful. Mm. And instead of getting weaker over time, it got stronger and easier to make larger. Mm. So my main point in telling that story is the compound effect. It's hard to be slow, but it's long-term going to be better. And then, and like you were saying though, too, with the new year's resolution, if if you would have started with 30 minutes and then halfway through the year, we're like, okay, this is too much. I'm going down to five. Probably would have been the first week. Right. Okay. That's true. I I need my sleep. Yes. Yes, exactly. But either way it would have happened, but that would have, again, that would be like a, oh, that's like a failure. It feels like I failed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, obviously you could go too far with this. If you're just like, I'm going to pray for one second. Everyone like, you know, do, do something that is substantial enough that you're, that it's worthwhile. Um, but that starting small is really helpful because then by the, you know, however far in you went before you started doing more time, you realized the worth that it had to you and the benefits you were getting from it. So then you're like, okay, well, this is worthwhile. It's doable. I'm going to do more of it. Um, and so then you were able to under promise and over deliver, which is infinitely better than the other way around to mm-hmm. over promise and under deliver, you know, in, in every situation, whether that's a personal goal with just you or with somebody else, um, you're going to be better off if you start small and then you can prove to yourself and others the value of what you're doing, and then you're able to expand that to something more, and then you're also more likely to do it. Yes. So the disclaimer here is that this is a how you enact your goals. This isn't necessarily helpful in picking which direction you want to go. The New Year's coming, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. I already talked about what my opinion about those are. It's kind of like, so we talked about the Smarter Goals, that was saying like, check your goal and make sure it fits this mold wrong okay and this so that that one is like you kind of have a goal make it better mm-hmm. and this one is kind of how you have a goal make it better right exactly okay so then i mean we could kind of t- those these are basically the same i mean they're different 
like approaches, but it's the same general goal, which is you know what you want to do, how do you do that better? So then mm-hmm. we want to say that we're talking about another one that will there are other ones that will do, which mm-hmm. are going to help just dis- like talk about what help you, you distill where you want to go in life. Right. So like yeah, right. So which goals should you have mm-hmm. based on where you want to go mm-hmm. or something like? How that. do you define what success looks like for you? We talked about the how to get there, but not about the how of how to find out where there is. Right. So stay tuned subscribe maybe so that when we do talk about defining the type of person that you want to look back on yourself and see you'll be able to not miss out on that episode that's right okay so to wrap things up the compound effect is a idea that the small little decisions the small consistent habits, goals that you make, make massive impacts. And instead of trying to make some huge goal, start small and be consistent. And that will get you very far. The compound effect is just the idea that if you start with small and doable chunks, you're so much more likely to get to the destination you wanna be than if you start with some massive unachievable goal. And if you do start with small, you know, doable things to eat 125 calories less a day or something like that, you're so much more likely to complete it. It's going to help your self-esteem in voting for who you want to be because you're the type of person who, you know, eats healthy and stuff like that. It helps you that self-image and confidence. Um, and then also, if you do those things, you're avoiding the pitfalls of the other side of that, which is either, you know, over planning, um, you're, you're going to over promise and under deliver, and then you end up you know, just totally abandoning, abandoning your goal, or you're the type of person who doesn't make goals. And at the very best in one year from now, two, three, four, five years now, from now, you're the same person, but with less time and, you know, the same distance to go. So making those little choices daily to decide to vote for the type of person you're going to be is so important and it'll help you get a lot farther. And you'll actually be surprised at how quickly those things will start to compound. So, for now, go live on intentional. Another way you could help us out is by utilizing the compound effect. And if you feel like it, if you, it was helpful for you, maybe every time an episode comes out that you appreciate, just send it to somebody who you think could use it, if it could add value to their life um, or be interesting to them, interesting to them um, and maybe help them out. Then just send it on over to them. And then you're the type of person who helps people out. And, and that's always a win. Maybe cool. every episode, listen Send to it, it and then person. decide who would be benefited by sharing this with them. Yes. And they'll compound. Everybody will appreciate you. And then everyone will start doing it. And then they'll reach out. And, and then you'll be getting links to the, the podcast episode. And, and you'll be like, I, I'm the one who sends these. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> Let's focus on the why this is important. Like okay. What happens if you don't do this? Okay, which, yeah. Okay, we can work. It's like the brushing the teeth thing. Make make yeah. them scared to not do this. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go to the dentist. They're mean. I promise you. <laughs> they will hurt you. Yeah, and doable. Speedy boys. <laughs> I need to learn to let myself be okay with these being shorter because this is too long. This is not being 
a compound effect goal <laughs> of doing this podcast. It's running on way too long and I need to cut myself off so that we can make this more doable. Yes. <laughs> which is be hard consistent. because I, I feel like this one's actually flowing quicker for us. Like easier. Like it's coming out. Yes. It's becoming more natural for us to do this. I agree. Start small and be consistent. And that will get you very far. I love it. It was one of those where I was like continuing the sentence and then I stopped and I was like, actually, that was a pretty good stop. I think I'll just bite my lip. Yes. Oh my gosh. Story of my life. That's the only way I ever end sentences, as we both know. <laughs> I'm like, but I could make it more of a run on. But I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs>